0: This episode is brought to you by Travis Bull Johnson, who is running to be the next congressman in Minnesota's 7th district. Check him out by going to bulljohnsonforcongress.us. and spike cohen
1: good morning good afternoon or good evening and welcome to the vanguard for spike machine gun cohen co cohen i am matt wright and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom first and foremost allow me to thank kava kevin for the kava i am drinking on this week's episodes
0: and i would like to thank bucky's for giving me this well they sold it to me this this i've had better water but it's serviceable water it, so this perfectly serviceable coca-cola product water flavored beverage <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Pool> of <Manaka.
0: laughs> and of course folks be sure to like subscribe um follow comment do all the things that you do and if it's on youtube that you're watching this be sure to hit the bell don't just subscribe hit the bell i want your phone to explode with notifications every single time we go live speaking of explosions oil prices oil prices are
1: exploding are, they yeah, yeah they are um oil <laughs> prices are no longer caused by putin's war kind yeah, well, of that's great news kind of huh. yeah um in in their quest to find someone to blame for high gas prices, the White House has found a new villain. Oil refiners. <laughs> in a You're letter there. In a letter that Biden wrote to ExxonMobil CEO Darren Woods, he says At a time of war, which I want to know already. What war? Do you mean the Russian war against the Ukraine that we're the, not in? The the one that we're not involved. Like yeah, we're proxy war. I get it. But yeah, we're not officially involved in what war are we? Are we fighting right now? At a time of war, anyway. At a time of war, and I'm reading this in a normal voice because you know Biden didn't write it because it's coherent. Yeah, uh, refinery yes. profit. <laughs> Refinery profit margins well above normal being passed directly onto American families are not acceptable. He sent similar letters.
0: At a loss, most of the time. Oh, my
1: Lord. (laughs) Similar letters were dispatched to the heads of Chevron, Shell, Phillips 66, BP, Marathon, and Valero. Biden went on to say. Your companies need to work with my administration to bring forward concrete, to bring forward concrete, near term solutions that address the crisis and respect the critical equities of energy workers and fence line communities. Any reduction? What What does that even mean?
0: The critical equities of of energy energy. workers and fence line communities.
1: Okay, so there's a chance Biden did write this
0: critical equities. I think uh, Jean-Pierre wrote this.
1: This yeah, that's also fair. Any reduction in your refining capacity since 2020 and any concrete ideas that would address to imme- would address the immediate inventory price and refining capacity issues in the coming months including transportation measures to get refined product to the market. How about letting them make new ones? For the first time in decades. It seems like the easy answer. How about
0: California not setting a a standard that's so different from everyone else that the refineries have to go completely bone dry uh, in between producing California grade oil and producing everyone else's oil, which causes a, I believe, mid to high single digit uh, disruption to... Uh, the production of of uh, refined products.
1: Biden went on and called i refinery profit margins unacceptable, pledging to use, and this is a very terrifying sentence, all reasonable and appropriate federal government tools to bring more refined products to market and lower prices at the pump. There's one tool. Let them build more of them. Let them build more. Let them drill. After those letters went out, in a moment of KJP, in KJP fashion of something that aged like spoiled milk, the U.S. Energy Information Administration on Friday released estimates that refinery utilization will reach a monthly average level of 96% twice this summer. Near the upper limits of what refiners can consistently maintain. Yeah. So at no point are they even going to be able to make it back to the 100%. Yep. And we're never going to get over the 100%. Yep. Now this means that we won't be increasing uh, as Biden is demanding because it's not possible for them to. Partly, but not completely because most U.S. refineries are set up to process oil imported from overseas rather than fuel produced domestically, which we have gone over multiple times in the past.
0: Yes, which we've talked about quite a bit. Yes.
1: This isn't in the notes, but somebody recently said he's expecting this to continue going and we're going to be seeing $6 averages soon.
0: Yeah. They they have nothing. They have nothing that they are willing to actually do to try to deal with this. No, they're, they're going to virtue signal about record high profits. They're going to uh, uh, implement nonsense that does nothing like the historic release of all the freaking oil that they have in the domestic reserves, which works out. there million barrels a day. That's about, what, an hour or two of that day's worth until they run out in about a month?
1: Yeah, it's like three hours. Actually, less than a month. So uh, right now, I don't want to do a spoiler if this is in here. Right now, I read it earlier today, um, there are 511 million barrels left. Okay. So a year and a half. But this is also the lowest amount that we have had since like 1984.
0: That it's ever been at. And the whole purpose of the strategic oil reserve is that, uh, is that they need to have that for strategic purposes not and as we've talked about on this show and i know we're redredging old stuff but we might as well in case someone missed it last time that's not even oil that can be uh refined and 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 shipped here
1: nope it has to be
0: with that oil is being released to foreign refineries right it's going to be shipped back here
1: it's going over to china and it's going over to india and it's going to canada and then canada shipping it to china and china ship and china and india are shipping it back here like it's So it's not saving you any money the way that it's happening.
0: Allow new refineries to be built, which hasn't been allowed in decades. Yep. And allow for more drilling. It's that simple. And even though that wouldn't immediately increase the supply, it would signal to the speculators that something that's actually going to do something is being done. And that would put a dent in it. If they want to do the strategic release and all that stuff, fine. But everything we're about to say will either do nothing or make prices go up. Go ahead.
1: During a speech at the Port of Los Angeles uh, last week, Biden ranted that Exxon made more money than God this year, shocking the Pope because he's seen those balance sheets, uh, before adding, (laughs) Exxon, start investing and start paying your taxes. So he's telling a company, you need to start investing. You need to spend your money during this tumultuous time that I've helped create. I'm not going to put it all on Biden because, yes, Trump spent way too much money. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this is also a Trump problem. Yeah, this is a Trump. And you can – this was an Obama problem before that, and it was a Bush problem before that. Like it's This is a continuation. Um, You're going to tell a company that during one of the worst economic periods that we have seen – God, I would like to say longer than – 15 years, but I can't because 2008 was pretty bad. Inflation wasn't so high, but the recession was.
0: Yeah. Give it a minute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um, so he's going to say during this time, you need to spend money and start investing and start paying your taxes. Well, they pay the taxes that you guys wrote that you, sir, have signed off on laws for them to pay. And they aren't paying the ones that you signed off on law, that you voted for, that they don't have to pay. Yes. Now, several left-wing lawmakers have pushed punitive uh, taxes on oil companies in response to what they consider price gouging. In March, Senator Bernie Sanders proposed a 95% tax on profits in excess of companies pre-pandemic averages.
0: Go ahead with this other one, too, and then I'd like to note something that I hope everyone watching this already knows, but go ahead.
1: This week, uh, Senator, well, I guess last week, uh, Senator Ron Wyden out of Oregon, chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, proposed a 21% additional tax on oil and gas companies with more than $1 billion in annual revenue.
0: Okay. People listening to and watching this right now. Do you think that tax increases make the price of something go up or down? And you wouldn't have to go very far to find out the answer. You could ask Bernie Sanders and Ron Wyden when they complained correctly that Trump's tariffs, but only Trump's tariffs, not all the other ones that were already in place, but Trump's tariffs specifically drove up the price of goods and services for American consumers, which they're right. They did. Because they're taxes, and ta- well, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't want to spoil the answer. You can tell us in the comments if you think that taxes.
1: Comment below.
0: Make yeah. Comment below on whether you think taxes make prices go up or down. Whether adding to the price. Well, again, I've to. Oh, sorry.
1: To so the American Petroleum Institute. In their statement after reading this letter, said the administration's misguided policy agenda shifting away from domestic oil and natural gas has compounded inflationary pressures and added headwinds to companies' daily efforts to meet growing energy needs while reducing emissions. Yes, that's 100% yep. true.
0: That's uh,
1: correct. They went on to say, I reinforced in a letter to President Biden and his cabinet yesterday. 10 meaningful policy actions to ultimately alleviate pain at the pump and strengthen national security, including approving critical energy infrastructure, increasing access to capital, holding energy lease sales, among other urgent priorities. Ahead of his travel to the Middle East next month, we urge the president to prioritize unlocking U.S. energy resources that they are the envy of the world instead of increasing reliance on foreign sources.
0: And the foreign sources are already at full capacity too. I mean, at this point, if you're going to cut off Russia's uh, supply to everywhere but China and India, basically, everyone else except the US is basically giving her all she's got, Captain. Like there's not much left. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're the only country on earth where our government's like, nah, choke them a little. Like it's not. That's not a thing in other countries. It's, it's insane. It 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 is. I want to say uh, the uh, API, the American po- uh, Petroleum Institute. They said they had ten initiatives. Some of that kind of sounded like cronyism. Some. Oh, of the, I mean, I know those were. It's like top line items. It's a hundred
1: percent crony. Like, let's.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. Cause really it's not 10 it's two,
1: right? Let's not, let's not kid ourselves
0: leases and allow for more drilling permits. I guess that's two
1: and let them
0: build more refineries. If you want to get fancy and add a fourth one, stop requiring this federal involvement with eminent domain to be able to do these pipelines because it blows up in everyone's faces. When the judges shut it down, if you let them just drill baby drill, which I hate that term, but what the hell? Whatever. If you let them drill it and you let them refine it, then they'll be able to come up with their own capital to be able to pay landowners a market value to be able to build more pipelines. So let them do that. Yes. It's, we are not energy experts. (laughs) This is basic common sense supply and demand stuff.
1: Yeah, the, this is this is the simplest this is the simplest form free market economics. And it's just let them do this prices will go down. Instead what you are doing and what you are going like what you are attempting to achieve will end up with prices going up. Now what the API mentioned is that they they brought up Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia. This trip has been postponed multiple times, sometimes because Saudi Arabia postponed it and sometimes because Biden, Biden is, both of them are postponing it for the same reasons. Biden has gone around and demonized Saudi Arabia. And I'm not even going to say he's wrong. Not going to say he's wrong. No, but he's been going around demonizing Saudi Arabia on a world stage Mm -hmm. and working on a nuclear deal with Iran. Which the Saudis don't want, so he knows. He knows that when he shows up to that meeting with the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, he's going to have to grovel harder than he has ever groveled before to be like, "Can we have?" That's what he
0: life? was practicing. That's what he was practicing doing on the bike. just, like, <laughs> just go there and just like that just right on the ground
1: see how quickly Uh, I can kneel this is the
0: geopolitical problem with with intentionally choking off your economy to the benefit of cronies and by the way there's a little bit of 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 cat and mouse uh cloak and dagger stuff here so Biden is oh you're getting record profits and that's not right He's created a a, a market in w- or a market reality in the United States where the energy companies don't have to compete with each other because they're all operating at full capacity, which means their profits can go through the roof. This is what we see with manufacturing. This is what we see with tech. This is what we see with all sorts of different industries in the U.S. where the government intentionally chokes off the market in order to benefit the established cronies, knowing full well that we'll just go to the other countries for our surplus. That's coming home to roost. It's coming home to roost in the fact that China is increasingly a uh, a, a world power despite itself. And even though it's a, an authoritarian regime that's, you know, threatening everybody increasingly. And now it's coming home to roost in the fact that there is no addition. He can go over there and grovel. They're going to go Thanks for the grovel. We're already at like 98, 99%. And unlike you, we're, we're doing it all. Like this is pretty much it. This is, we're pumping it out as fast as we can pretty much. True. So no. And he should be able to demonize them even more. He should be able to, he should be stopping... Uh, the war on uh, in Yemen. By the way, uh, con- call uh, 1-833-STOP-WAR. You will be connected with your congressman, uh, your representative. Uh, call for Congress to end uh, the, uh, the war in Yemen or U.S. involvement in the genocide in Yemen. But that's a whole other thing. He should be able to do that. He should be able to uh, uh, strike a deal with Iran. That will actually probably be a good thing. He should do all of that. But he's having to tiptoe around the Saudis who can't even do anymore. He's scared they're actually going to cut off the supply because you know what? The Saudis can cut off supply by about 10%, make a big deal of it that they're cutting it off and make the prices go up so much that they make even more money producing less oil. Yep. And he knows that because he's screwed because he, he can't just admit that the last two or three decades of U.S. energy policy have been absolute
1: garbage. All you, all, Legitimately, all you need to do is let them build more refineries, let open up more leases, let them drill. Yep. That's all you need yep. to do. And that's it. That's it. That's everything it. else will fall into place. So the API uh, recommended White House action including the resumption of oil and gas lease sales which were c- canceled by the White House last month, speeding yep. which yes, speeding up uh, approval of liquid natural gas projects. I don't know a lot about that's it, but I'm going to say yeah. But I would say yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's another problem. The LNG stuff. They're 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 having a, they're concerned that LNG uh, when transported uh, because it's liquefied and it's it's uh, condensed to either 16 or 30 or something times uh, density that it is a higher explosive risk. But my understanding is that there's never been a demonstrated disaster as a result of transportation of LNG. Yeah. So do
1: it. And they also recommend lifting tariffs on steel to speed up construction of key infrastructure. Yes. Yes. If those were those their only points, I would be like, yeah, let's do this. Do it. Do it.
0: Yep, do all of those things.
1: But of course the White House refuses to do this.
0: Yes. Because they want this to get worse so they can grandstand on your suffering to push for more proposals. Now, you're probably watching this and thinking, but wait a second, why would the Democrats, why would Biden and the Democrats do something that they know is going to have them completely just destroyed in the next election? Why would they do that? The next two. If it means they're going to get replaced. It's almost like it doesn't matter which party is in charge and they don't care and
1: it's all theater. So it also- Almost like that. It's almost like that. It also, uh, the API also responded to Wyden's tax proposal warning that imposing new taxes on our industry will do exactly the opposite and only discourage investment at a time when it's needed most. Yes, it's going to discourage investment and it's going to cause prices to rise. That is what will happen with any taxes that comes through on this. So if you commented below earlier that prices would go up, you would be correct.
0: Wow, and how incredible that you completely unprompted knew the answer to that. <laughs> We're proud of you. We're
1: very proud of you.
0: We're proud of you. It this is just absolutely infuriating again, we are not energy experts. And frankly, you don't have to be an expert on most of this stuff. I mean, an expert like, you know, someone from like Cato or something like that, a a, a true energy expert could sit down and look like at the granular level at specific measures that could be taken and make a white paper with, you know, 38 measures that could be taken right now at this, you know, and all of that. That's great. And that's important because that's actually what turns into policy. We're just talking like, you know, bird's eye view, 30,000 foot view, allow for more production, allow for more refinement. That's it. And yeah, stuff like lifting tariffs on steel to, to you know, uh, allow for more and cheaper uh, product to be able to do construction. Yeah. That's all great stuff. Like there's, there's Man. many, many things you could say, but literally they all boil down to free up the market. Yep. And instead, they're saying we're going to restrict the market and put more taxes on it to ensure that the price goes up because we want you to suffer so that we can get more power, more control and more money from you. And it doesn't matter if blue gets switched to red because we're just going to do it on the next thing and then red will switch to blue and it won't matter because we're all on the same side. And it's when you realize that this is not about red versus blue. It's about the ruling class versus we the people. Suddenly all this makes sense, including the good cop, bad cop theater. But we have good news. The good news is if you are a Muddy Waters Media subscriber, then this is not the last episode for the week. No, there's yet one more subscriber exclusive episode that's coming out this weekend. And I know what you're thinking. How the hell do I get to do that? No one told me about that. I hope it it doesn't cost any more than $50 a month. Well, I have a fantastic news for you. You're going to be shocked. Not only is it not more than $50 a month, it's not even $40 a month. Nay, not even $30 a month. Why, I'll tell you, it's not even $25 a month. In fact, it's not even $20 a month. And I know what you're probably thinking. It's got to be at least $17 a month. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not even $15 a month. And it's not even $14 a month. Let me check if it's $13 a month. Nope. It's not even $13 a month. And it, 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 it should be at least $12 a month. But it's not. It's not that. It's not even is it 11? it's got it's 11 it's not even 11 no it's $10 a month for only $10 a month you get to be a Muddy water subscriber a member of the muddied mud people family of m- you get to be a subscriber which gets you every week an exclusive subscriber member exclusive episode and uh, access to a ad-free listening experience on Spotify and Anchor and a 10% discount at the muddywatersmedia.store, which is at muddywatersmedia.com. And you can get all of that by going to anchor.fm muddywaters slash subscribers. And if you do that, then you're going to get instant access to this weekend's episode. And you're going to be so... That episode alone is going to be worth the $10. I can tell you that right now. So happy to have you join us. Uh, thank you again for uh, watching this free episode. Hopefully we'll get you subscribed so you can come on over to the uh, to the subscriber only episode and uh, we will see you then.
1: And where we're going, we don't need roads.